Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hello, traders. <clears throat> so, I know that many traders do not like the concept of stops. And many talk about the fact that it really discourages them. Um... And what it means is that basically they see that they get stopped out and then the market from that point on goes in their favor. And basically, <clears throat> I, I have a whole um, theory about, you know, the concept of getting stopped out in the market and possibly a new way for you to look at it and offer you some alternatives or not offer you alternatives, but rather look at the alternative, which is really a lot, um, a lot of a harsher reality. And I'll get to it. So, essentially, I think that believe I believe that people when when traders, I should say when people, but traders look at stop losses in a very biased way. So basically, they look at what happens right after the stop gets hit, and the market can go back to their entry, but they don't see what happens to the market after, right? Um, and I'm not saying that it's not discouraging to see profits are being taken uh, or potential profits could have been taken when your stop losses hit. But at the same time, I believe that many times it's it, it's a lot, I would say, financially healthier not to be in the market uh, because sometimes it, it could bounce back from your stop and then go to new lows or if you're short, it can go to new highs. So people just get discouraged really for the wrong reason many times because they just see the short-term move after. And many times if you don't have a stop loss, then essentially you know how it is. It's Murphy's Law. It's becoming worse and worse and worse every single time. So imagine you don't have a stop loss, okay? If you don't have a stop loss and you're in a trade that start to go harshly in your favor, it gets to a point where you freeze, right? You basically cannot take the loss. Now, you have to take the loss, but at some point you're saying, this loss is too much and I'm not going to take it. And that's when the loss is becoming way worse. So what I tell traders all the time, get stopped and don't get stuck in a trade. If you're stuck in a trade, it's 10 times worse. 
And it's worse because your losses accumulate. You're losing your capital over one trade. And I've seen it happen, guys. I mean, I've seen people literally lose an entire account because of one trade. It just got so bad, they just couldn't get out of it. They started looking for news, why it should go in their favor. So if they were bullish and the market was going down, they kept on looking for all the good fundamentals. And if the if they were short and the market kept going up, they said this is too much. And then they start looking at all those technical indicators that said it's way overbought and it must correct. And there is no such thing as must. The market has to do whatever it has to do whatever it has to do. Um, it can extend unrealistic periods of gains for a very long time when people panic and they sell. It can extend losses for a very long time too, because at the end of the day, it's human nature, and humans trade the markets. Even all those algos and all those HFTs and everything else. Remember one thing. And even if there's artificial intelligence, you know, it's people who wrote the code for those things. People still, at the end of the day, have to put input. And their input is based on numbers. And there's a certain point that they want to get in, a certain point they want to get out. So even in the most mechanical system in the world, human nature will be reflected. So again, don't be stuck in a trade. When you're stuck in a trade, not only did you start looking for, and excuse me for saying it, you know, stupid reasons to stay in the market, um, and you're looking for fundamentals that might justify it and technicals that might justify it, you also starting to become creative. Well, what if I go to the next month in futures and I short it? So I'll be in a spread. So then you're stuck in a trade, right? And again, you're stuck. Because you'll have to, at some point, you know, untangle that spread. And one of the contracts will expire. and You'll be left with the other one. So if you don't want to get into situations where you start looking, and again, excuse me for saying it, for stupid solutions. And it's and again, listen, I, I hope that I don't offend anyone by calling it stupid. You know, we all go into a period of stupid. But it doesn't mean that we're stupid as individuals. And I don't mean to call anybody individually stupid. That's not what I mean. But we're looking, but during desperate times, we might be looking for stupid solutions. And again, it's money. It doesn't grow on trees, right? We care for our money. And then we're trying to save it in any way possible and get it back. But essentially, the more creative we become with our thinking, the more delay we will take the worse of a position we are getting into. We're not poets. We're not philosophers. We're not theorists. We're traders. And traders have to be very decisive, very practical, and very pragmatical. Now, even the most professional ones make mistakes. At some point, they get the markets do things that their head cannot comprehend. And what do I mean by that? You know, you have professionals who have been trading 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and the markets do certain things where they just don't understand what they're doing. All right? Like, why is this market going up so much? Or why is this going down? And you know what? Anything they come up with, 
as far as theory, is irrelevant. Because when you're a trader, you have to trade even if you disagree with something. Right? You just disagree with it. That's what it is. So if you were short and the market went up and you got stopped out and the market continues to go higher and the trend is still higher, what do most people do? They will look for new opportunities to short it again because they want to be right. They want to be right that one time that they invest in themselves so emotionally in the game of being short and doing all this effort to find the reason that they're short, they'll keep on shorting it. Market goes up, I'll short it, and I'll short it, and I'll short it, and I'll short it, just to be right for that one time for their ego that the market did go down. And this is how, again, accounts get decimated. It's the same thing on the short side. You know, you go long, market collapses, 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 collapses. You keep on buying along the way. The market doesn't return. What I'm, And again, it's the same thing. It's ego, you know. And by the way, it's also part of FOMO. It's also part of the fear of missing out. Because you don't want to miss out that one part that you are right. That you invested yourself so heavily and emotionally in, in, in this belief that the market has to correct. The bottom line is this, you have to do things in trading, which are many times against your belief system and are more in tune with what the market is doing. So if you were short, the market went up and it continues to go up, you know, you have to at some point say, okay, maybe I'm going to go long here. I'm not saying you just do it randomly, but maybe you have to say, okay, regardless of the fact that I was stopped out, that's irrelevant. I'm just one little amoeba in this game. You know, I'm just one little person, you know, amongst millions of traders out there who put trades every day. And if there's not millions of traders, maybe there's millions of trades, whatever the case is. You know, you have to ask yourself, how am I, who am I in this game? And we're individually, any one of us is nothing. So you just have to go with what the market is telling you and don't fall in love. Again, It's don't fall in love with your position. Don't get into a state of FOMO. Don't get into your ego to saying I have to be right. So the trade will, you know, just to prove to myself that all all this theory that I've built is there. It's irrelevant. You know, I, I can disagree with a lot of assets that are going up. And there's a lot of assets out there that just keep on going up and up and up and stocks and indices and you know, we have digital currencies or whatever the case is, or you have bonds that could be going up, or you can have real estate. Now, not every single one of those assets you can short, but essentially I'm just trying to emphasize a point that regardless of the asset that is out there and it's going up, you can just short it. And it's the same thing when things collapse for, 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 for a very long time. You can't just keep on buying it just because it's going down. You just can't. It's not... It doesn't make any sense. So again, the purpose of this podcast is really to emphasize the fact that any asset class that you are trading, get to know your bias in it, right? And don't get stuck. Don't get stuck in the trade. Now, legally, I have to tell you, stop losses, um, they don't always, it doesn't mean that you always have, you will, sorry, let me start over. When you put a stop, it does not mean that the market will stop you at the price that you set the stop at. The market can gap. There could be very difficult market condition to execute orders such as gaps. 
such as stop losses when the market gaps. So <clears throat> the point of it all is, is basically to be flexible, always flexible, not fall in love with your opinions, and at the same time, not to have an opinion that is so strong that it will make you get stuck in a trade where you don't get out of and it just goes away and kills your capital. You could be wrong many times. But remember, this game is about risk management. This risk, this game is about preserving your capital. If you are stuck in a trade that does not go your way and you just keep on looking at it and you say to yourself, I can't get out of it <clears throat> because the loss is too big, it could potentially get much bigger. And then you'll be in a much bigger trouble. So again, you know, as a broker, I always say we can always live with the re- with the rewards that the market offers, right? We could always say that the market is, um, you know, being good to us when the market that uh, you know when we get the reward from the markets, and then you know we say it doesn't make any sense when it behaves when it depletes us out of our resources, both our emotional capital resources and worse. You know, our financial resources. Actually, I don't know which one is worse. I think it depends on you as a person. For me, they're, you know, really very similar because in the game of trading, you have to have your emotional capital for the next day to think straight. So, in any way, I hope this helps you out. And, you know, I hope that you will be able to develop a trading plan that you'll never get stuck in the trade that will deplete your resources. Um, we look forward to hearing from you. Um, at Optimus Futures, if this is the first time you're listening to a podcast, um, listen to all our podcasts. They're educational. I put uh, a lot of effort to talk to you about trading issues that are important. And I try my best to have a very balanced approach. I know you all want to make money in the market, but I want you still to develop a discipline right? And risk management discipline will determine, you know, how much capital and how much money you'll make in this business. So I'd love to earn your business at Optimus Futures. You can go to our site, www.optimusfutures.com. You can call us in North America, which covers Canada and Mexico, I believe. And of course, the United States, it's 1-800-771-6748. If you are local, um, if you want to here in you know in the United States, you want to use a local number. It's 561-367-8686. If you have any questions about trading, we have a community forum for beginners. You can go to community.optimistfutures.com, post your questions. Um, myself or other traders may answer it. I look forward to hearing from you. And until the next time, all the best. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-67. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss 
and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.